Welcome to In the Classroom, an educational podcast making teaching and learning more transparent. My name is Benjamin Stewart at BenjaminLStewart.org, and today's February 10th, 2021. Today, I want to spend a few minutes talking about the meal plan. This is specific to those who are taking thesis seminar this semester. It will also apply to anyone developing an academic essay, for example, the five-paragraph essay. Uh, today's discussion will specifically relate to the body paragraph. So when writing a thesis paper, there are typically different types of paragraphs that you can consider. There's an introductory paragraph, a body paragraph, transitional paragraph when developing a thesis paper, and also a conclusion paragraph. So we'll talk about the body paragraph only. The introductory paragraph, transitional paragraph, and conclusion paragraph have different organizational patterns that are appropriate for those types of uh, paragraphs. And uh, I'll go in and discuss those a little bit later uh, on a separate occasion, we'll dive into what to include in each of those paragraphs. So like an essay or any type of literature review, think of the body paragraph as having a beginning, a middle, and an end. Think of a body paragraph as kind of a mini essay. Each paragraph should develop one idea, describing the what, the how, the why, the when, the where, with whom, about a single idea. A section of a literature review contains a series of main ideas that is organized in a logical fashion. For example, topical, categorical, process. These are some common organizational patterns that would follow, that would apply within a specific section of a literature review. If you want to get further ideas about organizing your argument, take a look at the, the page called Organizi Organizing an Argument in our Notion page, our Notion website. Thus, body paragraphs are organized within each of the two to four sections of a 2,250-word literature review in a way that builds an argument related to the section title that relates also back to the thesis statement. So notice how individual paragraphs should align with sections, and obviously the main sections should align back to the thesis statement. This is a way for us to think about how we can make a coherent argument throughout our literature review. Consider the acronym MEAL, M-E-A-L, as in the meal plan, uh, when developing a body paragraph. The meal plan, again, does not apply to the introductory paragraph, the transitional paragraph, nor does it apply to the conclusion paragraph. So when thinking about the main idea, think of um, develop, developing your body paragraph with each sentence serving as or having a particular purpose. A body paragraph typically begins with the main idea, also called the topic sentence. A reader should be able to get the gist of the meaning of the text by reading only the topic sentences throughout a particular section. It's common for the English language learning writer to find it challenging to develop a topic sentence to begin a body paragraph. Sometimes learners will write and develop a topic sentence first, then develop the rest of the paragraph, only to come back and need to maybe make some a few changes to the in initial uh, sentence there, the topic sentence. Sometimes a incomplete paragraph will be developed with no topic sentence and then leave it at the end of the process to go back and then add the topic sentence at the end. Regardless, the topic sentence and the supporting sentences should align with each other. When developing a topic sentence, that is the main idea of the body paragraph, 
there are a few things to keep in mind. Number one, try to avoid copula verbs, the most common being the verb to be. As stated earlier, the topic sentence is a claim, it's a position, an assertion, a proposition, an opinion that represents one idea. Avoid expressing facts, though, as a topic sentence. Number two, a topic sentence should not be too general nor too specific. Topic sentence should be more specific than the thesis statement and section title, level, it's a level two heading. A topic sentence should be more specific than the thesis and section title and more general than the evidence sentences within the same paragraph. To make a topic sentence more specific, add prepositional phrases, relative clauses, and subordinating clauses. Number three, avoid using personal pronouns in the topic sentence and instead restate its antecedent. That is, restate the name or the noun that represents, that's being represented uh, through the pronoun. Number four, avoid questions and imperatives when writing a topic sentence. As a general rule, avoid all rhetorical questions throughout your text, with the exception of perhaps an essential question in the introductory paragraph. Number five, avoid transitions to begin a topic sentence. For example, an introductory phrase, sentence connector, or beginning the sentence with a subordinating clause. Try to avoid transitions and begin simply with the subject of the sentence. Moving on through our MEAL acronym, E stands for evidence. When developing a literature review, the evidence sentences will be the citations used to support the writer's original idea. When developing the results and discussion section of the paper, the evidence will be the findings that result from having analyzed collected data. A good rule of thumb is to present the evidence immediately after the main idea of the paragraph, that is the topic sentence. That is, the second sentence of each body paragraph should be the evidence sentences. After presenting the first piece of evidence within a body paragraph, it's up to the discretion of the writer how the rest of the evidence and analysis sentences are to be stated. A stands for analysis. The role of the analysis sentences is to connect the evidence to the main idea of the body paragraph. Think of the analysis sentences as a comment, explanation, a compare and contrast, a synthesis, etc., using the writer's critical thinking skills to interpret and express the point of the evidence as it relates back to the main idea of the paragraph. Analysis sentences can also be used to connect ideas to other parts of the thesis paper that have already been discussed. Very important to not mention anything that is yet to be discussed, but certainly the analysis sentences can point back to other prior paragraphs, it can point back to the section title and or the thesis statement. It's the writer's responsibility to express why the evidence relates back to the main idea. An analysis sentence should always come after the evidence that it's mentioning. Stated another way, evidence sentences should always precede an analysis sentence. L stands for link. The linking sentence connects the main idea of the current paragraph or the topic sentence with the main idea of the next body paragraph and should be the last sentence of the body paragraph. Properly including linking sentences provides flow and connects ideas throughout the section. 
For this reason, it's recommended to avoid transitions to begin topic sentences as stated earlier. And as an alternative, the final sentence of a body paragraph could also serve as a summary, especially in cases when the body paragraph concludes a section. So meal plan coherence. Since each body paragraph serves a particular purpose, the organization of how each sentence is stated can be the difference between a coherent and incoherent paragraph. Here are a few examples of body paragraphs according to the meal plan where I've indicated with an asterisk those that are non-standard or perhaps could be incoherent. Also check the comments that I've included in this page for additional explanation. We'll take a look at each of these arrangements of the different, the four different types of sentences that can make a sound fully developed paragraph. Make sure that each of these examples are clear if you're looking at this um, and if you're listening to this podcast, I would double check and go into the, the page itself to look at these different examples. With regard to paragraph length, think of the paragraph more in terms of sentences than word count. Uh, typically, five to eight sentences is a pretty good rule of thumb. If paragraphs are more than 225 words, then uh, then take another look at maybe dividing up that paragraph into separate paragraphs. I've included some links here down at the bottom if you want to dive deeper into the meal plan to get some additional explanation and some examples. I highly recommend that you take a look at the list of videos that I've included uh, in this link and also the, the links to various universities who are also advocating for the meal plan. This has been In the Classroom, an educational podcast making teaching and learning more transparent. Thanks for listening.